You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. And take us to what are examples of Mora, the Brisa. Ezel Mora, Bezel Kibud. This is on page 67 in your in your Surba book. Mora, well, Omeid bim Kaimai. Hmm. So this is examples. Now remember about Kibud, they were very um clear physical aspects of helping. Here they are clearly symbolic of what they indicate. Standing in his place, sitting in his place, contradicting, or machriyoi, meaning they say it means choose sides. Literally, to be machriya comes from the word kireya, which is to bend down as if there is a scale. And to be machriya is to actually cause one side to go down. That's what a machriya is. Machriya is someone who uses their intellectual um, uh, power, uh, force of will, or whatever they have to push one side against another side. That's what to be machriya is. Okay. You can't do that vis-a-vis your father or mother. Hmm. Now, when Rashi explains it in, in the Gemara, Rashi says, so it's a very particular spot. In other words, and it really takes us back to sort of a different time. Today, you know, people don't necessarily have a sod zikenim im chaverov. Does every parent have that? This is something very unique. The translation renders it when he confers with his friends. But when I see it, I don't see those words exactly. I see, meaning there's almost an idea that that this is where the elders go. Now, are they going to talk about Torah? Are they going to be talking about what sort of uh, protection the community needs from the parrots? Are they going to be talking about what sort of roads need to be um, uh, paved and planned out for the future? There's something about a person as he gets older, um, especially if he's someone of significance, that he becomes part of the, as Rashi says, the sod zikenim im chaveirov be'etza. So, the child thinks, well, you know, dad's not around. I don't know. I guess dad's, I'll show up in his place. Um, I mean, they're going to look at him and say, well, where's your father? Well, dad can't make it, though. He sent me. Well, maybe that's not true, <laughs> right? Or um, dad's on his way, and, and you you feel, oh, well, I can be up here. Um and it seems like there's a mokum miyuchid for for where the dad would be. 
very, very um, structured type of community. Like everybody, like this is it's assuming that his parent is somebody significant and assuming that his parent is one of the people who calls the shots in some way, shape or form. And it's assuming that there's a certain spot. So the question is, how how does this translate? I mean, that's that's the number one interpretation Omid bin Como, and it seems to be very much a product of of a specific time and place and a specific type of father. So when we look at Shulchan Aruch, the Shulchan Aruch, based on other Rishonim, changes it to uh, gives you an alternate. It doesn't have to mean that there's some sort of uh, place where they meet in back of Kelsey's bar or in some attic or in some conference room. In any base Akneses, your parent has a place for him to daven. Especially when I think about the very difficult chasm that is uh, that develops between a child who is like a nuchschlepper of his father and then a teenager and a young adult, right? It could be when the father uh, was a, uh, uh, it would would take him along with it. It's possible that in this place of the Sod Zekedim, when he was a boy, the father would bring his son and his son would sit quietly in the corner. So the son is sort of aware or maybe if we extend it to the, uh, the what the Shulchan Aruch speaks about, the Mokum HaMeyuchid Loli Yispawel, the place where um, where he's used to davening. You can imagine, like when you like you bring your son with you to Shul, and your son knows where this spot is. This is the spot where you daven. And he usually davens right next to you. And then, for some reason, the father, either through of illness or some other issue, can't be there. And the son assumes, okay, I'm going to go daven. This is where I do, right? Okay, so my dad's not here. I'll I'll move over to this spot where my father usually davens. Or let's say here, the Zikanim recognize that the son is someone of, of import, of someone who can think and perhaps has heard enough of these meetings. Uh, his ideas might even be worthwhile. But he figures, look, I'm going to step into where my dad usually sits. So that that's I think the the mistake that the son makes. Um, I, I don't know if he's trying to usurp his father. I think he, in a way, he believes he is extending or just continuing to honor. He he sort of assumes that he's been he's been granted some of the same measure of respect that his father has by dint of being his child. Otherwise, you know, he's you know. Um, and and they were told, no, you need to revere. That's Mora. You can't be there. And this is something unique to, to the way we understand you know, the Torah. It's almost like, okay, your dad's not here. Okay, that's the uh, that's the Kogan spot. That's the Kivalevich spot. That's the Bennett spot. That's the Koleski spot. Okay, here's the child. No, no, no. No, no. You, you, okay, move over. Okay, you, you want to come to the meeting? You can come to the meeting. But you can't necessarily sit in that same spot. You could be at the meeting, but okay, your dad is ill, he's not here. You're not sitting in your dad's seat. So it's sort of like in the middle. On one hand, part of what gives him the schus to be at the meeting and to be even in that corner of the Besach Neses is his 
is the habit, is the connection that he has, is being there. But he has no right to make that next step. He's not trying to, to, because that next step is sort of an indicator that he can inherit and take over. That's not what he means, but that's sort of what the optics indicate. And that's something you can't do. And you have to sort of have it in your mind that how dare you even think of doing that. Um, I, I think when it comes to being machria, we we definitely have the sense of a developing child. Like we take a look at, at, at Rashi doesn't even say what soser is, the Vorov means, but machria, look what Rashi says. Now, does he mean, right? In other words, what, what's happening? Um, as he says over here, minority opinion holds that you can't even take your father's side. So what's going on here? He's, he's already, um, and, and according to Rashi, it's interesting that Rashi indicates that it's about Dvar Halacha. I mean, they could be talking about not a halacha. They could be talking about just any sort of uh, common discussion. But Rashi, it's interesting. Rashi says it's about a devar halacha, that, that, that there's actually a question in learning. And the father is an established person in learning. And the father is there. It's not like the case where besides <laughs> that the father is, is, hasn't shown up. But the father is there and engaging in what Tamir Chachabim always do arguing i say this way i say that way and and the son says you know what i have a proof to and then we saw in the footnote according to the Taz, i have a footnote i i have a say it again the son says i have a proof to you dad i think you're right and i can prove it well what's wrong with that good boy <laughs> that's my boy <laughs> that's my boy he's got good brains but what he indicates is that he's somehow an equal he indicates that that oh, right now, if if he brings a proof, it would seem that's a positive thing. So a lot of this is really depending on how he says it comes before it. He can introduce the idea, but only as a way in, in sort of a very modest, like like unassuming way. He can't become an equal in this argument, even though intellectually he might be. And, and and again, this is why this is a very subtle point. You know, you would assume the father is very proud uh, that his son is able uh, to, uh, to to have this type of uh, knowledge that he can be able to get involved. I know I would be very proud if my if I'd be having a question and, and it would be arguing, and my son would be able. Right? But the point is, is that as you can see in the Shulchan Aruch, as Later, after the father is not there, he could say, I, I think my dad was right. But at the time, he can't establish, or wants to say that all of these things are not in learning. Learning is meant to be open and wild. Learning is meant, otherwise, the shackles of learning, wow. learning needs to, you, you, can't, you can't feel yourself hindered by the 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 etiquette and by oh i oh i oh i have to be careful otherwise you know what you, you we train our children to be to be involved with us that's what eilenberg is saying 
Soser is the var. In other words, he's really arguing with the other Rishonim. And he wants to say that Soser is the var of Machria. This is in regular, in, 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 in other areas. But in Torah, we actually want to encourage uh, a certain uh, fiery um, uh, aspect in Kedushan Daflamid Beis. It's of, of source 24. Um, Mm-hmm. Right? You have a quiver that's full of these arrows, right? Um, because you've got all these arrows when you're in the gates. What enemies in the gates? Where are the enemies in the gate? When you're learning Taira, the right. You've seen the way things are in a in a in a regular bismedrish. Um, many of you who are listening here have, have have been part of such a bismedrish, and you remember what it's like. Everyone's screaming at each other and say, "No, you're wrong!" Right? They, otherwise, you 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 have to have a stake in the game. But the, what learning does is actually, as you work things out, since you don't you're not doing it with vehemence, not doing it with any maliciousness. But but you can't do it with kid gloves. You have to really be involved. So of course, this was the um like it says in the in the book of the wars of the Lord, Mohammed Hashem. That's the Mohammed Hashem is the is the fighting and learning. Vahev in Sufa. So what is Vahev? Not Sufa, Besofa. What happens is, as Rashi explains, Sefer Muhammad, the Muhammad happens because you are arguing over a text. Right? As Rashi says, it's 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 text wars, Sefer Muhammad. And what happens? What does it say in the Sefer Muhammad's Hashem? It says, Vahev Basufa. If you really dive into it, then what happens is, is that you end up with love, because you you're so happy that your your child challenged you, and you can see here in the Chazanish as well. The Chazanish says that you need to know how to talk. In other words, when so it's unlike a regular chavrusa, a father and a son. Chazanish is sort of somewhere in the middle. The Be'er Sheva says it's all gloves are off. Yisachar Eilenberg says all gloves are off. You, you need to really just father and son of said great. Chazanish says that, well, it depends how you talk. To your Chavrusa, say, oh, you're nuts. Oh, you know what you're talking about. You're wrong. You're wrong. I'll show you. Okay. You, you think you're right? Yeah, yeah. Nobody ever said that in a thousand years. And I'll show you. The, are you certain? That's the way people speak in the base medrash. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You think that's Pshat? Yeah. You know what you're talking about. <laughs> you, if you've ever been in the yeshiva, you know that's what happens, right? right? Yeah, this yeah the, uh, the 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 roar is is incredible, and behind the roar is is is, is surety, is is hubris, is is the the excitement of victory. So the Chazanish says, okay, um, but when you're with your Rebbe or when you're with your father, you have to know how to ask. Um, you have to. You can't do it in a in a in a contradictory way. 
you could say, well, I think I might have a question, but, but, but you, right. And there, and you are able with the question to eventually destroy the principle. So, so, so again, the Chazanish sort of agrees to Eilenberg, but he really says it's the way it happens. What, what you need to learn how to do is, you know, bring your argument in a in an elegant manner, and even though it results in the complete dismantling of the approach of your father, but you're allowed to do that. So, so again, we we're trying to put our, get our get a handle on what this Moira is, the Moira of of not being so sad their words, whether. Uh, and, and and not being machria, it's a balancing act. Because on one hand, you're an adult. On one hand, you need you're not just supposed to be timid. On the other hand, you have to realize uh, your place and where you are, um, and that is going to, uh, you know, it, again, that's going to temper. You know, today we're so used to shouting at each other. And you know, conquering each other and vanquishing each other, um, that it's hard for us to comprehend how one could argue in a convincing and and and, and distinctive, strong manner, and still not really um, contradict totally what the person extend this to Talmidei Chachamim, right? As Hashem Elokechatira, so this involves your Rebbe as well. So this is really a, an interesting balancing act to be able to be able to come through with. I want to share with I want to share with you something that they do not quote, and this is from the Haredim again. And this is the Haredim in the begin the very first chapter when he deals with mitzvos that are mental. We've already talked about the Haredim's radical interpretation of kavod. Let me show you what he says. So what does that mean? So remember I told you about the Haredim, his opinion is that everything starts in the mind. And by the way, that program was was um, recorded and edited, and I called it A Dimension of Mind. And if you know where that's from, you get a star. <laughs> okay. Ish ibov of Tiro. Yidame. Remember what I said? You have to use your imagination. Yidame osam be'enov. You have to think about them in your eyes. Kimelech umalka. You have to sort of view that I'm, I'm talking to the king, to the queen. V'yefached. I'm so scared. I'm shaking. How can I not do what they're saying? Whatever they command. Whatever, even one of them. No, 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 no. That's the law of the king. I, I can't alter it. The word of Mora, the idea of Yira, Mora of, of, it says, it's either got to be an Odon, someone who owns you, someone who has power over this whole area, O Melech, 
and you're an Eved to either the Odon or to the Melech. What's the proof the Haredim brings? The Pasuk Shenemar, Vim Adonim Ani, if I am your master, Aye Mori, where is the Mora that you're supposed to show for me? So you see that what comes from being a master is Yira, is Mora. Abixiv. He goes on. Yirei as Hashem bini umelech. Fear God, my son, and the king. Meaning the fear you naturally have of the king who's so powerful, that's the fear you need to have of God. So Yira is Yira Samelech, Yira Saodo. Just like you'd be scared of a king uh, in the uh, 17th century when he was writing this, that what might the king do? Off with his head. Off. And there, since the king might, 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 might cut your head off, so of course, Afil Korok even if the what what the what your parent does is rip your begadim, spit in your face, and hit you, what do you do? You're quiet. You're sovelit. Because of, and this goes back to what Richard was saying last week, because of the pachad of God, because somehow behind it, I know is, I'm scared of God and his greatness. Because God himself said that his, he has, he has, uh, he has equalized the fears together. He has equalized the mora of one with the other. Uses the same term, tira, tiro'u, the same terminology. So, as we said, they are all three part of who created you. And therefore, once you have this attitude, even though you know he's wrong, you won't speak up. You're not even going to say, oh, that's very good, Dad. Dad said it good. Or my mother. Oh, sir. Because how could you even think that you are like them? You think Shahu Kedai Lahachrio? How do you you think you're worthwhile? So once again, the Haredim has adapted, I believe, a very radical and almost impossible attitude. But I know where he's coming from. The Haredim is based on class number one, consistent with what he said. That without this attitude, a, a lot of these mitzvahs really can't be done. So he is, in many ways, a, here's from Shulchan Aruch, 
Hoya ben lovosh chamudos, v'yoshe b'roshakal. The son has grown up. He's already has his own role as as a community leader. Ubo ov v'imo v'karu begodov. The parent comes and 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 rips his clothing, hits him on the head, spits in his face, does all these things. He doesn't say, "How dare you, Yishtok viyore viyiro." He's quiet, and he has reverence. And as the Charedim said, "Min melech malchiam lochim." But how could you be able to have that unless you imagine that somehow you you, you use a king? And the king of a 17th century king, a 16th century king, a, a despot who could kill you. Otherwise, no one who would be able to who would be able to to withstand this? Who would be able to really, you know, you know, have this happen to them? And what, and and, and, and would get spit in the like doesn't it say Mary Miriam? Hashem says if a father would spit in her face, wouldn't she be disgraced for seven days? It seems like it's a That's true, different. but but look at this again. Look at the the imagery based on the Gemara that the Shulchan Aruch uses, right? And you can see that you can right now the Charedim says, well, if this is halacha, the only way this could happen, you're going to call this Yira? This is called Mora. The only way this can happen is by doing this mental trick of somehow seeing this crazy person who's coming here, right? Like all of a sudden you're. <laughs> You're discussing the most important rules of the country. Uh, you already, you're 65 years old and your 90-year-old dad shows up and or your mom shows up and says, who do you think you are, right? Obviously, I mean, for a parent to do this, would you say that the, that there's maybe the parent's sense of reality has been, has been altered somewhat, right? Right? But, yeah. Right to be so upset to come in, you know, when 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 the when the child is clearly a mature person with, right? Imagine who, what parent would be doing this? And yet, you need to be quiet. Now it's possible that that if everybody who sees it knows, oh, the dad's suffering from Alzheimer's. Oh, the dad has got some problem. Oh, the dad doesn't really understand what's happening, and all right, and 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 I assume you know it's it, it's it's you know, right. No one is going to necessarily feel that he was embarrassed. They're going to perhaps be. I mean, I'll ask you guys. What do you think? If you would see this tableau occur, and you would see the 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 this mayor, this president, this community leader, the son not react angrily to his father take out a handkerchief and just you know wipe the spit off his face and nod and say yes dad i understand and right and uh, you know you know you're right right um what, what would be your reaction would your reaction be look how noble he is would your reaction be i can't believe he's taking it um why doesn't he have his father committed right um yeah so, but clearly, again, I, I, uh, you know, this is this the Sefer Charedim, based on this very drastic, very based on this Sefer Charedim, based on this very extreme example, uses an extreme answer. Well, if everyone is supposed to see their 
transparent as a king that could kill them, of course they're not going to say anything. Because as as great as they are, they have now met the king whose life and death is is dependent. The Brisa. Let's take a look at the Brisa. Tana Rabbanon. Chacham, Mishane Shem Aviv, B'Shem Rabbi. Hmm. Turgaman, Eina Mishane Le'Shem Aviv, Le'Shem Rabbi. That's the end of the Brisa. The assumption here, once again, is that the we're talking about a very um august leader someone who is a teacher in in a in a format where he has so many students that he needs a, a very strong piped uh sort of servant who himself might be a tamakhokham but his strength here is the power of his voice to be able to give over the ideas of the Chacham. He's called the Turgaman, right? He calls this the disseminator, right? The translator, right? The one who perhaps has a little bit of a, a, a greater lilt or power in his voice, or maybe knows how to turn the phrase in a way that the audience can understand it better. It's not just a megaphone. Okay, so the Chacham himself the one who's really the source of the idea that might be a little bit fashioned by the Turgaman, he changes the name of his father, while as the Turgaman doesn't change the name of his father. So the Gemara says, who is father? If you're saying that the Turgaman doesn't change his own father's name, Otu. Turgaman doesn't the Turgaman himself? I mean, he also has to give honor, has to have mora for his father. Let's say the Chacham wants to say something over in the name of his father. So even though he's whispering in the Turgaman's ears, as you see here, Kihodamar Baravashi, Ravashi's son, took over from Ravashi and was the leader of, of, of Klal Yisrael. And he had a Turgaman that, that would give over the shear. So he Kavidorish Bepir Kaihu, when he would give a shear, he would say to the Turgaman, Abba Mori. But the, uh, but the Turgaman himself, his Amora, the disseminator, would say, Ravashi. So, and Rashi says clearly the, the Turgaman would be whispered to. But even though it's only the Turgaman, you don't have a right. Even in this manner where you've achieved this level to say your father's name. Obviously to your own father, you can't call him. Now again, you know, you, you see a lot of uh, uh, films and you hear about, you know, the 60s where you know, where the hippies had their kids and the kids would call their parent by name, right? Um, I guess the first time I encountered it was was in not just the hippies, but in the Harper Lee's Pulitzer Prize winning novel, uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. You might remember that um, Scout uh, and, and Jim 
call their dad Atticus, right? They don't call him daddy. <laughs> I remember how strange that was when I when I read the book and saw the film. Um, but it, it, it's something which, which, which you know, had be, in some cultures, you know, it uh, it's it's not considered you know, uh, bizarre. I have to say my own sensibility is that I, I could never, ever think about speaking to my father and calling by his first name. But here, um, even if you're not speaking to your father, you're speaking to someone else, you cannot use your father's name. So you, exp- you, you say, my father, my teacher. You don't even say my father. You say Abba Mori. But when the Turgaman says it, since he's, he is, everyone knows he's your megaphone, he doesn't say my father. He says Ravashi. So here's where we see the idea that you cannot refer to your father by name. The Rambam quotes this as one of the essential parts of the law of Mora. There's not sitting in his place, not standing in his place, not contradicting him, not being machria, and also not using lo yikra lo bishmo. Even after he's dead, you can't refer to your father by his first name or by his name. You have to for always refer to him as Abba Mori. Now, here's the Kiddush, the Rambam adds. <clears throat> Let's say Hoyashem Oviv Oshem Rabo Kishem Acherim Mishana Eshmam. So if you're trying to talk to someone with who has the same name as your father, you need you can't call them by their name. Even though your father's not around, because you are saying your father's name even though you're talking to someone else who happens to have your father's name. So here the Rambam says, the Rambam knows how, how strange this is. And he says, <speaking in Hebrew> Rambam came up with this term, a unique name, <speaking in Hebrew> right? That everybody, it's, it's, it's a name that not everybody is like, oh yeah, throw out that name. I know they always uh, they publish frequently these um, these lists of the popular names, right? Um, sort of, yeah, everybody's called this, right? There's certain names, yeah, they're called Doshenboy. So this is an unusual name, a name that it's not so usual. So you have to sort of know what are the unusual names, right? I, the Ramam gives you the usual names now. Hashem Meshakor Mesa'am. Avraham, Yitzchot, Yaakov, Moshe, Aaron, Kiyotzebehet. And it could be any language. It doesn't have to be Loshan HaKodesh. It could be Solomon. It could be Abdul. It could be Babak. Right? So those, the Rambam says, you could call other people as long as your father's not there. Right? So if from this Rambam that he says, Shalom Bifonov, that means if your father's there. So for example, you know, uh, if if my son Chaim would be speaking 
to someone called Avram, and I'm standing there, he would have no right to call that other Avram. He has a he has a friend Avram who who's he wants to talk to, and I he, I'm going with him uh, together, and the other Avram is across the room. The Rambam says part of Mora is he can't refer to Avram as Avram because he just said my name, even though he's talking to someone else. However, if I'm not there, then he's able to call, he's able to, I would say a shame peli, right? A shame peli, um, unique. I don't know. Um, I'm thinking just out loud here. Zelig, right? Zelig, right? I think today there aren't that many Zeligs anymore. Zelig or Zelig, right? Um, so let's say, right? I don't know. You, you guys can tell me if you think that there, right? Or does he mean like Rumpelstiltskin? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't think he means it because there's another Rumpelstiltskin out there, right? So it's got to be talking about it's enough. It's enough uncommon that there's still a couple of people who have it. And therefore, when you meet another Zelik, you can't call him Zelik. This is, the, this is what the Rambam says. And you see the Rambam is really struggling with this. And we'll talk in a minute. We'll, right? The, the tour says, Right? The tour says, I, I don't get it. It sounds like, um, right? The tour says, you're not talking to your father. You're talking to someone else. They just happen to have the same name. The Shulchan Aruch Paskins like the Rambam. He says, you should say, Abba Moiri, Hoishem Geshem Acherim, Mishane Shema, Mimushem Shuhu Peli. So if you have a Zalik, which is, which is not an, a normal name, People don't say it. Then you have another person called Zelig. You can't call him Zelig, even though your father's not around. And as the Ramah says, but let's say his name is Avram. Oh, so as long as your father's not around. But if your father is around, you can't say it. Kenyaradea says, quoting the Drisha, so he, dis- he disagrees with the Rambam that even if your father's around, and uh, I, in the case I just said, my son, I'm Avram, my son has a friend Avram, so it's not an unusual name. He could say yes. That's one thing. That's, that's not part of it. And also, it doesn't make sense that if it's Zelig and the father's not around, why can't he call this guy Zelig? If your father's around, so the, the Drisha understands that. How many Zeligs are there? The, the father's going to be unnerved. In other words, let, let's say it better. Here's a base medrash in, 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 in Beit Shemesh, where my son lives. There's probably 25 Avrams at every, every minion. <laughs> Does the father, when I go with my son to Shul, and there's another Avram there, do I think that somehow he's calling to me? I understand that every, there's 25 Avrams in every single minion. However, 
if it's Zelig, even though coincidentally, unusual name, and there's another Zelig there, but saying Zelig, the father's going to be somehow unnerved. For a second, he's going to think, did I just hear my son call me by my name? I think that's the pshat in the the way the Drisha understands this, the way the Shach understands it. There's There's a sense that you know, your dad, you can't have your dad have that dissonance, that dissonance of that name. It's like for a second, oh, 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 he's not talking to me. But for that one minute where that it came out of his mouth, Zelig, Zelig, hey, come here. Zelig, that, that's my name. My son is, is, is he? Oh, he's not talking to me. You know he's not talking to you. But hearing your son say that, hearing your son say Avram, of course, you know yourself how many Avrams there are, and therefore the dreams you're not going to be, you're not going to be unnerved by it. The Rambam held, even that you're going to be unnerved. Anytime you're there and you hear your son speak your name, it's going to be somehow create some sort of dissonance within you. And you know, what, what was that? My son? He always calls me daddy. Abba, Abba Murray. All of a sudden he's saying, oh no, he's not talking to me. But that moment of confusion is 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 what you can't violate. You, you have to recognize that Moira, the Trisha feels that if it's a shame, Shakol Doshin, boy, the, everybody understands. The father doesn't have that type of uh, sensitivity. But when it's an unusual type of name, that even though you realize your, fa- your son's not calling you, but for a second, for the first moment, when you hear your son raise his voice and say, uh, uh, I, there's something, they, they know dad and mom. They know these people. It's only as they sort of become aware that it's parent that there are friends that come in. There's mail that that that, that is that is addressed to them. That somehow that name takes shape. Rav Nissen Karelitz points out that let's say people ask you for an aliyah, so you should say. You can say, you could say Reb. Like you say, like, you know, so I would say Avram Yitzchok ben Reb Meir with the word Reb there. Um, so again, it's sort of like, I, I can't just tell you, you know, dad, right? So I, I have to somehow preface it, even though he's not a Rav, but the, uh. the idea of Mr., of Reb, um, uh, uh, Robert Kivlevich? Yes. Then it can get very confusing if um, with the Sephardim, where the names go after the father and the both are in the room and one of them is called. Exactly. So, right? right? All, all kinds of strange things can are possible. Yeah, you wonder, especially, you know, as much as they follow the, um, the, the Rambam, right? Right. <laughs> right. Right. This is right. And to have, you know, to have a grandson. Um, and here's a here's a son calling the grandchild when the father is there. Yeah, well, well right, right. Especially if it's you know, again, if according to the Rambam, they they shouldn't say that, right? Um, right. Yeah. The um, the Avadia disagrees with the Bnei Brak uh, Pesik, and he says that an aliyah you could be as simple as possible. 
Um, and he gives a proof from Rivka. I'm sorry, he gives, I'm sorry, he gives a proof from when Yaakov meets Rachel. He says, I'm Ben Rivka. He doesn't say Ben, you know, Adoni Rivka or whatever, you know, my, you know, my, my master Rivka. Rivka. So he says, if you get an Aliyah, they want to know the name of your father. Um, or with the Sephardim, it's the Mishaberach afterwards. You can say the name of your father, and, and you can just say, right, um, I'm Ben Plaini. He says, even though there are poskim that say Ben Rebbe Plaini, nah, that's wrong. I'm going to end with this. The briskers hold that, especially in a Mishaberach, when you're asking for Rachmonis, you don't want to say Reb or Rav because you, 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 you're stripping away everything and saying, I just need your help, God. Oh, you're a Reb? Who do you think you are? Right? In other words, you want Misha Beirach ben, ben Reb this, right? Or let's say you're giving Misha Beirach for your parent. You don't want to say uh, Misha Beirach for Reb, you know, Reb Avram Yitzchok ben Bela. No, no, I'm not a Reb. When I'm getting a Mishaberach, I am stripped down. I know Tashavanashadaka. I just need all the help. I'm just a nobody. It's a it's a Mila in a Mishaberach not to say that. That's what that that's the Hanoga of Rafhaim Brisker. But that really is is not a um a uh, you're doing it to save the person. You're doing it to get a Hatzala from a Kadash so then you would have a right to refer to your father without any tire at all. Because what you're trying to do is, 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 is generate the ultimate rachamim, especially if, you know, if the parent is ill. But outside of that, of course, outside of that type of situation, we have almost the reverse, where you have to create, whether it's the Sefer Haredim's way of having this idea that my parent is 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 sort of like a, a, a all powerful person that that has holds my life and death, or perhaps there's some other way uh, to be able to to concretize this. You know, I, I think there's many healthy families that are able to do it without necessarily going as far as the Sefer Haredim that they recognize. Yeah, you know, we don't do that, um, and and yeah, it's 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 sort of a bond within them that they we we don't call our dad um a related subject here of course is what happens when many times you have a a married couple and the let's say the daughter comes from a family where this practice has been perfected and now the son-in-law right can the son-in-law like what what happens here, right? Like what is how does he refer to his wife's parents? Does he have the chiyav of kavo of mora of them? He might only have a chiyav of kavo, not mora. Um, and 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 this actually the postcom actually speak about this about how you should handle it. One of the reasons why it's a sensitive subject is because the son-in-law might have his own family that he handles this way with, right? So it's going to be hard for him to have that same sort of respect and to sort of like align it to someone. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. 
Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. 